Hello, and welcome to my podcast. This is Renee. Lawyers. I know I did a segment on lawyers on YouTube, but I'm not sure if I've done one so far on the podcast and threw it in just a little bit. But I want to talk to those out there that are thinking about hiring a lawyer or have already hired a lawyer and they committed professional misconduct. But you can't prove it because state and government officials have created laws that protect them and not us. I've had four incidences with lawyers. It wasn't like I was going out there picking my incident and say, this is going to make me rich because if I would have been purposely doing that, I could have gotten into an accident that could have probably killed me and never would have gotten the money. So I'm not that type of person. But I know well, the first time we even hired a lawyer, I made a mistake. Or rather, my husband and I made a mistake. The same one that abused me. When he got injured, that happened to him. Uh, the paralegal showed up at our house and I handed him over the most critical evidence that we had. And that was a pill bottle. A pill bottle that says, this medicine is for acne. It's not for infections of the mouth. And then when the case never proceeded or moved forward, I called this law firm and found out this person said, I don't know you. Uh, you didn't hire us. I don't even know where you got all of that from. And I cried like a baby. Because that was the first time that ever happened. Me and my husband, we had no knowledge of how law works, how you do this and how you do that. And never turn over your evidence to a law firm. Not all of it. Well, we didn't know that. So when I asked the State Bar of Texas to help out, uh, this lawyer hired him one that's a professional in people that wants to put a claim or file a suit against their own lawyer. And he won the case. And I thought the State Bar was on my side after all of that explaining, but of course they weren't. So I looked at it as a loss. Okay, uh, my people perish from lack of knowledge. Uh, it doesn't pay to be ignorant sometimes. Sometimes you got to do some research and learn some things. So the second time that I was a lawyer, I wasn't planning on this. I went on a, 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 a to an event uh, on, to somebody's birthday that I knew. And I'm walking into this game room looking for one of my children and accidentally didn't see the last step. They have like pocket lights on the steps but I couldn't see the last one and the next thing that I knew I said it in my mind oh my god I'm about to fall and when I fell I didn't even immediately feel my leg at first because I guess it was numb and I didn't know I twisted it but when that numbness were wore off my leg was my ankle rather was horrible hurting like I don't know what and so uh, some lady said she saw me when I fell, so she knew I didn't do it on purpose. But when the paramedics showed up, that was the one lady in particular, and I'm not going to say what her color is because I'm a black woman, So, but I'm not going to say what her color was. And she looks at me and say, oh, so now you're hurting now. Well, you're hurting when you fell down. And it's like, I know a lot of people in this world sometimes fake accidents. They do this. And they by them faking, it makes it look bad for everybody else that really goes through an injury and tries 
trying to prove and show that. I wound up on crutches. I had to go see this therapist. I had to take off from work. Hired another lawyer. Oh, you got a case because now you missing work. You doing this. You doing that. And this event uh, place that we went to was kind of top notch in a way. Oh, yeah, you got a case. So keep going to your th uh, physical therapy and keep doing this and keep doing that and keep records of your days that you miss. I'm turning in all of this here. And next thing I know, this lawyer sends me a letter and says, oh, I'm sorry. We cannot proceed with your case because um, we don't think we're going to get anything out of it. OK, that's lawyer number two. And they got a, a statute of limitation that says that um, you have within two years to file a claim against anyone that you feel like you need to put a lawsuit against. I didn't even know that then until I saw that letter because they said, well, if you want to do this case again, you can just hire you another lawyer. Here's some suggestions and I'll put it on the paper. Call them, but your two years is almost up. M imagine this. This was almost a, a year and a few months later before I received this letter. And I called a few other lawyers. Well, if that other lawyer didn't want it anymore, we don't want it anymore. Okay, now that case is gone. Third time. Okay, I'm going to do this myself. Let me hire a lawyer so I can finally get divorced from my husband. How much do I have to pay? I paid him. Kept the receipt. All of that. And I, a few months later, uh, can you tell me when my divorce is going to uh, come in? Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I went on and closed your case. Uh, why did you close my case? Oh, because you didn't take the appropriate letters to your husband so that he could appear in court. When I thought state law says that if a man is abusing you, you're not supposed to have no contact with this person. And if you're paying a lawyer, wasn't it his job to proceed and mail and contact this person on my behalf because he abused me? So I got mad with the lawyer. I called him, talked to him personally. And I said, you know what? Do I get my money back? No, you don't get your money back. Uh, that was your fault. I said, you haven't even been keeping in touch with me. And you ain't sent me no notification that I need to do this and the new dad Well. You were supposed to do that. I say, you know what? I'm just going to put in a complaint against the State Bar of Texas. Okay, go ahead and do that. And he hung up in my face. Why the world would he be scared of the State Bar of Texas if they know that the State Bar of Texas is there to protect them? My goodness. So, third time, Lord, what do you do when you got the proof? Are you told people that have been implemented to protect us and you tell them what happened and they side with the other party because I must be lying okay fourth incident yeah I know it's ridiculous I said this time I ain't gonna mess up I'm gonna stay within my two year statute of limitation I'm gonna uh, try to keep in touch with my lawyer as often as I can because my mother was given a double dose of insulin and died. Due to nurses coming to our house that the doctors counseled the Friday before she died that Monday evening. And it was my own mother that told me that they showed up at the house and gave her a dose of insulin. And within four hours that evening while I was at work, my mother died. But they took a while with the autopsy. Uh, uh, I don't know why, but it, it took almost uh, two weeks 
Oh, we didn't find any insulin in her. Oh, well, but wait a minute. But I knew a medical person that tells me that insulin can disappear out of the body within 24 hours. If you're not taking it regularly. But my real proof was my mom from what she said to me. My second proof was the messages that they left on my recorder. Oh, we just went there that day to check her blood pressure and to make sure she was okay. We didn't give her no shot or anything, but it was my mother. My mother is illiterate. She can't read, she can't write. So she would have no reason to lie and say they came to her and they gave her insulin. And I even asked my mom. I said, Mom, you sure it wasn't your blood pressure? You sure they weren't checking just your vital signs? Because, see, I'm a ENA also. She said, no, they stuck me. I said, Mama, where did they stick you? She said, in the side of her stomach. And I prayed instantly right then and there and said, God, please let my mama be okay. Please let my mama be okay. Even talking about it now hurts. And I hugged my mother and I told her I loved her. What else could I do? And just kept on praying and kept on praying. And didn't know I was going to get a message that told me my mother was in the hospital. And when I went to the hospital, when the doctors asked you to go in a private room, you already know what that means. Then they asked me, why you want an autopsy? Do you suspect foul play? So what else we got? Uh, people hiding. Is the medical exam examiners hiding information too? Because the doctors protect the doctors. The police protect the police. The lawyers protect the lawyers. Who the heck is going to protect us? I got to keep my faith in God. I got to trust and believe what's hidden in the dark is going to come out in the light. We've had people been arrested, accused for a lot of things. And 40 some years later, y'all letting them go because the real person that probably committed the murder still living and breathing. But letting somebody else take the blame. What kind of law system do we have? Well, we say we protect our constituents and the poor, the needy. But then when they get in office, they don't do anything. So I hired a lawyer. Not even going to say his name. I'm going to leave that in God's hands. Oh, yeah, we need to get this lawsuit going. Here we go again. Oh, we need to get this going because we ain't just going after the nurses. We're going after the nurses. We're going after the doctor that uh, ordered the nurses. And then we're going after the hospital that hired both of them. And it wasn't really about the money because no matter how much money I would have gotten, if I would have gotten anything at all, was not worth my mother being lost and gone. I would rather have her back. So, this time when I hired a lawyer, you need to come in and sign some papers. I said, sure, that's fine. But I also need you to sign the contract. This man avoided me like a day or two. I should have been suspicious. But I drove up there and I said, I'm not submitting any more evidence. You forgot to sign this paper. See, what I didn't realize, them last three lawyers, I never allowed them to sign a paper. So when you get ripped off and, and jerked around too much, God starts revealing stuff to you so you can have that wisdom. And so the next thing that I know, I said, I'm not doing anything else. You need to sign this paper paralegal comes to me. He's busy right now. I said, I'll wait. I think I almost waited until closing time. Lawyer never even came out there to even see me. Get this. He's supposed to be my lawyer. You didn't even come out to see me. 
Not since the first time I signed the papers. And guess what? It wasn't just one of the lawyers in the firm. It was the top lawyer in the firm that took my mother's case. And if he didn't think my mother had a case, why did you take it? So, he finally signs it with his initials. That was good enough. I got extra copies. And I called in a few days. Uh, uh, Y'all handling the case? Y'all getting the autopsy? Y'all doing what y'all supposed to? Well, the autopsy is not ready. Uh, give us some time. But don't worry. I'm going to keep in touch with you. I got busy. I still didn't know that I was supposed to keep in touch with them because I thought they were supposed to keep in touch with me. But the lawyer said, you know what, ma'am? It takes a while to prove wrongful death, you know, at your mom's age. I said, I remember that. But uh, he said, oh, but she was only 60 years old. Oh, yeah. that That's not old. And was she in pretty good health? I said, my mama walked around all the time. She basically got her own exercise. Time I go to look for her, she's gone walking around. She wasn't the healthiest person in the world. But to me, she was healthy. So... I called again some months later. We, uh, uh, we got the autopsy and we're checking it out. I'm thinking things are going pretty good. So I got distracted because I worked at a college and I was busy. And the next thing I know, when I called the lawyer, I think it was almost a year and five months later. And I get in touch with this lawyer. Okay, what's happening about my mom's case? I almost forgot. Oh, didn't you know I closed the case? I say, I know you're kidding me, right? No, I sent you the papers. This is the lawyer telling me this himself. I said, what papers? I mailed them to you. I said, I didn't get no, no, no papers or nothing from you. And then I thought about it. When I hired you, I wasn't at that location where I was. So how could you have mailed me anything? I say, where are the papers? Well, what is your address? Oh, you mailed me these papers, but you got to ask me my address. And my stupid self gave it to him. And, and let me get your email. And I'm going to show you what I did. So when I finally got it, I was already crying. Crying again. Lord Jesus, this can't be happening again. My mom passed this time. This can't be real. So what I did was the papers came certified. He made sure I can sign it now. How come you didn't send it certified the first time? So I read the papers, and one of the reasons why we're not uh, going to proceed with your case, number one, your mom's age. Oh, but that wasn't a factor at the beginning. Number two, uh, we can't proceed because the, Texas has come out with this new law that's called Proposition 12. I did some research on Proposition 12, but when I hired you, that Proposition 12 didn't come in. My mom died in 2002. I hired you January 2003. Proposition 12 came in law in effect September 2003. That was no excuse. So it's like he waited that long to wait till that proposition came in. And then you'll wait that long, which I found out doing my own investigation, that they don't have to uh, uh, do a settlement in court. They can get in touch with the insurance companies and they will be the ones that they make the dealings with and the offers. And if they don't go and proceed with the offer, okay, we're taking you to court. So I got in touch with the State Bar of Texas. Here we go again. I called them and asked them a question. And what's the lawyer's name? I gave them the lawyer's name. 
And then when I was ready to put in a grievance, oh, I'm sorry, you can't file against this lawyer. You've already uh, had a grievance. When did I have a grievance? Please tell me what day did I have a grievance? None of them could come up with the date, time, nothing else. They said you cannot go against this lawyer because uh, if anything that, that I asked the question on the lawyer around the time when this happened, things stowed away in the archives somewhere. So we don't have no proof that you filed against this lawyer, but we know you did. An inquiry. To me, an inquiry means I called and asked y'all questions. To me, a grievance means that we had a meeting like that first time with a lawyer and I got the chance to address this lawyer in person. I never got that opportunity. Here we go again. Now my statute of limitation is over and it's gone. Now I have no case. Because they didn't give a darn about my mom. And I've been fighting it for almost 17 years with the government officials and telling them this happened and that happened. Well, go ahead and send us everything that you sent this lawyer. Didn't know when I sent everything to y'all. Oh, we don't see nothing new. Now y'all done sided with the lawyers. I say, God, uh, if, if I'm only one person and this is happening to, these people are not going to listen to me. But if so many of us that know that this is true and that's what's been going on and happening, it needs to be addressed to stop it from happening in the future. Young people, please. Don't get caught up in the crap that us older people have been caught up in. So I said I'm going to leave that in God's hands too. I hate giving up on things. I'm a fighter. But I can't fight so many. And then I say, well, ain't you trusting God? Yes, I am. I'm sitting still until he tell me what to do next. How he wants me to go about this. Maybe there's a certain time that he wants it to happen and I just can't see it yet. So I'm going to sit still and listen to him. Because when this lawyer said that, I did some investigating on this lawyer. Come to find out this lawyer used to work with the State Bar of Texas for three years. On their board. So they're protecting him. Okay. Did some more research on this person. He said, I'll stick to your case until I get it done. That's what you told me. Professional misconduct is on the State Bar of Texas website. And all of those uh, uh, that numbered the, uh, documentations that they put on there and list and outline saying this is what we consider to be professional misconduct. I wrote up my own outline and said the same thing. But y'all said due to a previous gr uh, grievance uh, inquiry. They couldn't even call it a grievance. They said, due to a previous inquiry, you are not allowed and you are barred from ever complaining against this lawyer. They got some damn good protection. But does that make me give up? Nope. It just make me sit down for a while and think and listen to God and see what he's going to show me next. Okay. So one day I did some investigating again and come to find out Somebody accidentally let it slip that there was a case docket on my mom versus the hospital. And what amazes me about this legal organization that works, I mean, that, 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 yeah, that sort of looks out for the hospital. How in the world did you know that my mom had died when she died at another hospital? 
I rest my case.